After going to Disneyland in Anaheim, California, Greater LA, Southern California, in summer of 1961, at the age of 10, my first trip to California, which changed my life forever, where I was supposed to be living I was told there and then, my family and I went to Hollywood, Beverly Hills, Venice Beach, San Diego, Tijuana, Mexico, Carmel, Monterey, San Francisco, three national parks, Yosemite, Redwood, Sequoia, Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo, Dead Man's Curve on Pacific Coast Highway 1, Chinatown in LA and San Francisco both, the Mojave Desert, Death Valley, Long Beach, San Jose, Santa Cruz, Almaden Valley, where the famous wine is made, Los Gatos and the Old Town Artist Colony in Los Gatos, where I performed a two-hour piano concert outdoors there two days in a row, on an amplified upright piano, where a famous, legendary man in San Jose, named Don Saxby, a famous and controversial, super-liberal sculptor there who was working on a 20-years-long sculpture in the making of an Indiana totem pole, about 20 feet high. Standing upright, Don Saxby was the man who caused the rock song by a California rock band called Moby Grape on Columbia Records, to write and record their song, Naked If I Want To, about Don Saxby, who listened to my piano playing there at the artist colony, where he lived, and he told me after one of my piano concerts there, that he loved the way I played the piano, with such force and intensity as he called it, guess what? Don Saxby, according to my FBI Aunt Judy Eubank there, told me that he was arrested by the police in San Jose in the 1960s for walking naked up and down the streets of downtown San Jose, exercising his artistic freedom, as he called it. My Aunt Judy was totally blown away when she found out that Don Saxby listened to my play there outdoors and what he said to me, including, according to Don Saxby, who said he is a legend in San Jose, he told me that I may be a legend in the making. What did that mean? I thought, who knows? Don Saxby told me it was not a coincidence that he listened to my play the upright amplified piano there for two hours. He said that I have no idea who I am and have no idea how big my destiny is, and so on. He said that I am the representative of my generation, the 1960s and so on. So I always thought about that off and on ever since then, what did that mean? Why did he tell me that? Etc. I will pause here for the moment. To be continued. Stay tuned. Remember, I never give up. Sometime, I pause for a while, but I don't let anybody get in my way and most of all, I don't let anybody get away with trying to destroy my dreams and who try to prevent my dreams from coming true. The famous 1990s soft rock song, Dreamweaver, is about me and my lifelong dreams and the Dreamweaver in the famous song of the same name means the spirit in the sky who is weaving all of my multitude of super-huge, gigantic dreams into a sort of tapestry, like a quilt, a masterwork and masterpiece that collectively works together, to make a fantastic end result, end product, the ultimate dream come true thing. Remember the Beatles' famous song on the Abbey Road Music Album of the Year of 1969, at the end of the album, the Beatles sing these words, at the end of that album, and in the end, the love you take, is equal to the love you make. And so it goes. On and On, also a famous hit song from the 1970s, which I used to perform in my then-famous rock band, variety band, Jetstream in Indianapolis, Indiana and Central Indiana. I was the co-founder and co-leader of Jetstream from 1977 until 1983 with Gary Fitch on lead guitar sometimes and sometimes we had Tom Paget on lead guitar, both of them are Indianapolis rock stars and guitar geniuses, and so on. Time out for the moment. Thanks.
Dash John in New York City, New York, USA.